0: hello everyone welcome to the one flesh podcast my name is Haas Rauscher the one flesh podcast is all about marriage the essential union between man and woman my goal is to help young men find a girlfriend and build a marriage worth having I'm gonna do that alongside the Sunday series of the purpose podcast where I try to help young men find and fulfill their purpose <clears throat> today um, a little solo uh, one flesh episode um, baby update coming up quick we've got about three weeks left um hopefully we're going to set oh we got to call the ob i'm glad i do this so that i remember uh these things but um we've got to set an inducement date uh for the 14th we're not too worried about it but uh our provider kind of told us um that they have better luck when they induce earlier rather than later of avoiding a c-section um so obviously we don't really want either we don't really want induction or c-section but um we'd rather not have a c-section so um we're probably going to set an inducement date for the 14th so uh at the very latest it'll be uh the 14th or the weekend of the 14th that we end up having baby rousher um could come earlier than that uh we've got some final touch-ups to the nursery that we've got to do uh probably going to go ahead and start getting hospital bags ready uh just to make sure that we are prepared in case something happens. Um, but yeah, I'm getting excited. Everybody else is getting pretty excited too. We went and uh, toured the hospital and that was fun. That was interesting. So um yeah, everything's going really well on that front. Nothing nothing really too important to report. She's had a really amazing pregnancy. Um she is she's uh taking it very well, uh staying at home. Uh she's really enjoying it from what I can tell uh you know last time i had made the comment that we had the pregnant and the barefoot part down uh not so much the in the kitchen part uh i am pleased to report that that is going much better uh she's actually making dinner right now as i record and i'm very excited to go eat it so uh in a short amount of time maybe like 3 weeks i forget when uh so since february 1st and so yeah 3 weeks uh in 3 weeks we have mastered uh pregnant barefoot and in the kitchen. So, very happy about that. Um as it should be. Uh <laughs> um as it should be. No, everything's everything's going really well. Um she's really enjoying herself and uh we're both really excited for for it to for it to happen. Um it's going to be great. I'm convinced it's going to be great and nobody can tell me otherwise. So, um aside from that, I'm actually pretty excited about the episode today. Uh, i've got kind of a different not really a different topic but a different way of of looking at at some of the things that um di- a different way of looking at ownership and uh you know i'd kind of talked about it about giving ownership giving i talk a lot about taking ownership and one of the episodes i want to say maybe it was last week um i had talked about giving ownership uh how do you give ownership to somebody and after a really good conversation with a friend Oh, let's see. Um what was the last one? So, yeah. Um Valentine's Day is important. I did actually think that I covered uh giving ownership um one of these times. Anyway, um I'd covered like giving ownership and I'm going to add on to that today. Uh how to give ownership and most importantly, making sure that you're not only giving ownership, but you're buying in. Uh I will preface this with this is something that I have been fairly poor at and that I am still fairly poor at. This is a new revelation for me. Not necessarily a new one, but uh something that I've kind of identified a different way of looking at it and something that I'm hoping to implement uh better soon. It takes a lot of humility to do. And so uh as you might know, that's not something I'm just fantastic at. So <laughs> we'll uh we'll get it figured out, but um what I'm specifically talking about, let's let's cover uh Taking ownership and giving ownership first, both things that I've talked about quite a bit on the show, but uh, things that we need to cover um, just in case this is your first episode or it's not clear. Um, Taking ownership. Jocko talks a lot about taking ownership of a situation. You walk in, uh, the dishes aren't done. Why are they not done? It's my fault. Um, It's my fault that they're not done. Go ahead and get them done. Uh, Even if that's your wife's chore, quote unquote, even if the rule is that whoever uh whoever cleans or whoever cooks doesn't have to clean um whatever it is if something's not done if something's unsatisfactory take ownership and do the things that you can do uh to remedy that without passing on the the buck to somebody else uh you also need to give ownership um if you want somebody to buy into a certain plan if you want somebody to um perform well on a certain topic or uh if you want to gain leadership capital which is really what it's about then you give ownership where you can so people want their ideas uh to be acted upon people um want to go with their idea with their plan and giving ownership is is allowing them to to do that um giving ownership is not passing off blame uh that's that's not what that is um when things go wrong you take ownership when things are going right and when you have a plan together and somebody wants to take some ownership, you give it freely. For example, um, the colors in the nursery. Um, it was very clear that Dylann's going to spend uh, more time in there than I probably will. Um, this is kind of D. Ellen's purpose. This is this is not completely her thing, but um, it became very clear that on matters of nursery and baby things. She's going to be the leader in this scenario. Now I'm still the leader, but when it comes to um, getting prepared and and making decisions on stuff like this, um, she at the very least, is going to take ownership of of a lot of those decisions, and uh, I'm going to give that freely. And so when we were deciding the color of the nursery, um, it's up to her. Uh, <laughs> it's up to her. She has ideas, she takes those ideas. Uh She goes forth and she brings home splotches and no matter what color I think it should be um I'm going to let her take the lead on that, and we're going to find uh the eighty percent solution, as Jocko likes to say it uh the eighty percent solution that she has full ownership of or at the very least has a a good amount of ownership in where I have messed up in the past is I have given ownership, but I have not bought in. Um this episode is going to be I think called buy in. Um I haven't named it yet, haven't saved it and all that stuff, but um this episode's going to be named buy in. So uh getting buy in from somebody else means that they're committed to the plan. It means that they are invested in the plan. They have put some sort of skin in the game of this plan. Not only have they let you have they given up control or given you ownership, uh but they have bought in as if the plan was theirs, uh, as if the plan is theirs, and they are going to help the team win with that plan. Uh, It is very important, especially in a relationship scenario, uh, not only to give ownership, but to buy in as if it is your own plan and to genuinely value um, the direction that your wife is trying to take in this matter uh, and to do everything that you can to support that. I'll give you an example um if your wife uh well i'll give you an example of what not to do what i have done in the past is uh i'm going to give her ownership and really it, it has to come from a good place so we'll talk about why giving ownership has to come from a good place here in a second but actually we'll have to do it now so that so that it makes sense when you're giving ownership it needs to be sincere when you're giving ownership it needs to be hey i really think that she would be better to make this decision I really think that she's going to have more investment in this decision if it is hers. Uh, I really think that it's it's better for our marriage if she takes this decision. A, a, re, a reason not to give ownership, a bad reason to give ownership is I really don't want to deal with this right now. <laughs> that is not a good reason to give ownership to somebody. Uh I tend to fall on that end. I don't want to deal with this. Take ownership of it here. I don't, I don't want to deal with it. That's not a good reason to give ownership. Now the results are both sometimes, sometimes the results are the same where you give ownership Uh, at the very least. They're not the same. And we'll talk about buy-in, why it's different for buy-in here in a second, but uh, both of them are giving ownership. You know, I've said, look, I don't really want to deal with this right now. You take it, you run with it and whatever you decide, we'll go with. Oh, it's not. It's not just 100% completely a bad thing um, in effect, but uh, it is when you get later on down the line, and I'll talk about that. So uh, you need to make sure that you're giving ownership for the right reasons. Um, and you can start from that. Man, I really don't want to deal with this right now. Well, don't pass it off because you're apathetic. Pass it off because maybe she has a little bit more, she has a, a better uh, broad what is it? Uh, bandwidth, let's uh, pay attention to it. And coming from an actual, uh, objective point of view, if you really just don't have time to do the best, uh, to really put your best foot forward, that's a D de- that's a decent reason to give ownership. You say, Hey, look, Dylan, Ellen, I really, I want to be involved in this painting project. I really want to um help you go and pick out color splotches and all that stuff. Um, but, uh, the, the thought process on my end and the effort it's going to take to do research on my end. Uh, I really just don't have the bandwidth to do it correctly. So I need your help uh, to get this done. And I'm going to give this task over to you uh, to make sure that it gets done correctly. I'll help you in any way you need, but I just don't have the bandwidth to, to do it right now. Otherwise I'm going to do it poorly. That's a good excuse, but just man, this annoys me. I don't really want to deal with it. Put it on her plate. That's not acceptable. Attitude is everything here. Um, so back to my example. After you give her control of the paint splotches, what you don't say is I don't care. Or um, if you're like me and just really stupid, uh, don't say, Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, don't say that. Um, because that's what I've said. And uh to them, what that comes off as uh, or could come off as, and Dion and I, we've had enough of these discussions to where she knows sometimes when I'm being sincere, when I'm not being sincere uh, about giving ownership, and and it's worked itself out. Uh, giving ownership is the key. Uh, giving ownership is the key, but you having buy-in on the back end is going to make it 10 times better, and you could still give ownership and not be successful if you're not bought in. So again, um, what I would say is, look, it's up to you. I really don't care. Um, it's up to you. I don't care. And maybe that's true. I mean, maybe like I literally have no preference here. Uh, that's a lot different than I don't care. You've got to remember that um, context is the way you say something is not always the way it's going to be received. And if you've just given somebody, imagine if you're at work and your boss gives you this, this awesome new project. And then anytime you come to him or her with uh with an issue about it, uh, they turn to you and they say, I don't care. Do what you want to do. Are you gonna feel like that, like your boss actually uh gave you something of value? No, you're not. Uh there's actually a a lesson from from leadership strategy and tactics where uh the guy um it's not used in this way. It is, but it isn't. Where they had a seal who is really arrogant or uh, who was really lazy, I think is actually what it was. He was incredibly lazy, um, not doing very well. And so Jocko told his uh, his second-in-command, he was like, okay, give him a job. give him, Put him in charge of something. And the guy was like, why would I put him in charge of something? He's lazy. And he's like, trust me, just put him in charge of something. He'll step up. He'll perform. And then the second-in-command said, okay, roger that. Uh, went and uh, get, put him in charge of something. Well, they met again a couple of weeks later, and Jocko's like, hey, how's he doing? And he's like, man, it's awful, terrible. He's gotten even worse. Uh, he's even more of a jerk around the camp. He's even more uh, entitled, more lazy. And Jocko's like, really, what, why? Uh, I don't know. I gave him a job. What job did you give him? Like, what did, what did you give him to do? Well, I told him to clean the bathrooms. I gave him, gave him full control of the bathroom duty. And Jocko's like, you idiot, don't do that. Like, why would you give him something that no, literally nobody cares about? Why would you expect him to care about it if you don't care about it? If the only reason you're passing it off is because you don't care about it, or at least it seems that way, why would you expect them to have any buy-in to it at all? Um, It's going to be the same way when you try to give ownership uh, to your wife, and especially about the things that typically annoy dudes. Um, So uh, this is an example that I talked with with a friend, but also um, I've lived this multiple, multiple times um, with the nursery specifically. Um I don't really care. I actually I actually do like kind of decorating. I have a hard time visualing it visualizing it, but I like the design. I like to look at the things. I like to imagine what I want. Um mine's very much a uh if you could imagine a cigar lounge um on a Texas game ranch, uh that's probably peak uh interior design for me. Um you know, inside of a Mexican, you know, stucco villa type house. Uh that's peak design for me. And anything beyond that, I have a hard time visualizing. But um by and large, I hate going into into stores and trying to pick out decor for the house. Um it's not my bread and butter. I hate shopping to be honest with you. Um it really just is not that big of a it it doesn't excite me at all. And I'll tell you, I'm not going to put much effort into it. Um, I'm kind of lazy when it comes to that stuff. Um, and Dellen is not. So nine times out of ten when it comes to things like that, I give ownership to DLN, uh, willingly. And oh, it's not always for the right reasons. There are good reasons to give ownership to her because she's got a little bit more of a mind for it. She's a little bit more crafty than I am. Um, but by and large, it's not for the right reasons. And uh we'll get somewhere like hobby lobby i've given her ownership of this uh well you know beforehand sometimes i wouldn't have complete i would say that i would give ownership but not completely give ownership so we would show up uh let's say we're painting the nursery and she finds this certain color of green this is a this is a real story by the way for me um this is a real story where she finds a certain color of green and i'm like that green is just terrible and That ruins almost all of our discussions (laughs) on anything else that has to do with the nursery because I'm so against that color of green and we can't move forward. So even though I've given ownership to DLN, I've told her that I don't care what color she picks. She's come to me with these splotches and uh, the one color that she picked, I just don't like. Um, That's not fully giving ownership. Um, I've told her I don't care. I've told her that, you know, I've given her ownership and then she comes and and I don't like it. Um I don't like it just because I don't like it. That's not necessarily giving ownership, but even more so, um when you get to the store and let's say you you you've settled the color portion of it, uh but now you're you're discussing what kind of decor do we go with cute little baby animals? Do we go with uh some people put like cat like I don't know if I've ever seen caterpillars, but like bugs and stuff. Um I don't know if that's real, but I have to imagine dinosaurs maybe. For a nursery i don't know what actually goes into a nursery uh, other than baby animals that's all i've ever seen but let's say you're going to uh look at decor and you've given ownership for this and you're there um but she asks you what about this what about this and your answer is always i don't care i don't care i don't care uh and you're really really apathetic they're going to get frustrated with you because you've given ownership of the of this plan but uh now it's extremely evident that you've just given ownership because you you don't care. You've given them a task. Uh, maybe they're happy at the fact that you, that you've let them have ownership of this task. Um, maybe they feel like you trust them. They feel like uh, you're you're trusting their expertise as a leader. And uh, and then you just don't care about it. You just straight up don't care. They're gonna get upset with you. You're gonna be like, why are you upset? I'm literally like, I'm literally telling you that you can have anything you want well, why would you have anything that you want if nobody else cares about it? I mean, that's a a real question. Like, if nobody else cares or values the things that you want, why would you want them? Uh, And I know that sounds like a very materialistic point of view, um, and sometimes you can do things just for yourself, but, you know, if she wants to have ownership over this this task, um, why would you only want the meaningless task? And... I'm willing to, to have a discussion about this. I'm willing to say, you know, yeah, you just, you have these tasks because of your own, uh your own personal desire to do things well. And that's why like some people at work take the, the, the crappy tasks is, you know, they're willing to do it well and they're willing to help the team. uh They're willing to, to help the team succeed, but it really does suck when somebody gives you a task and then it's just because they didn't care about it. You want to, you want to, you want to make that person proud. You want to do well. And you want them to like what, what you're doing. You know, like my wife, she doesn't do things and just not care if I like them. That's that's a good way to ruin a marriage. That's a good way to create resentment if she just goes and, goes and does things and, and doesn't care if I like them. She wants me to like them. She wants me to like the house that we live in. She wants me to love it. She wants me to consider it home. And so when I give her ownership of decorating, but act like I just really don't care, none of that is fulfilled for her. None of that is fulfilled. So uh, stay engaged. And what that looks like is it looks like asking questions, and it looks like putting your preferences aside and genuinely trying to help her make a decision. Um, And, you know, honestly, guys, we're men. Uh, And I don't care who says what, women want men to be leaders. That's what they want. They want a leader. They don't want some dude that's just going to sit back and never make any decisions. Um, and so they're going to come to you with two pieces of decor and they're going to say, which one would you like? And you're going to say that one and they're going to go, okay, that does actually happen. That is a thing. It may be one out of 20, um, but there are going to be areas where they just want you to make a decision. And if you just keep saying, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care and put it on them. Um, it's not going to go well for you. Try to go find something to eat with your wife, (laughs) make a decision and move on. Um, be involved now there are plenty of cases where you say you know uh where she says well which one do you think and you say well I think that one uh and she goes well I don't agree with you and it's like well then why did you ask you knew that you wanted this one anyway and sometimes you could confront that you know I talk with Dylan about that I'm like look I've given you ownership of this because I didn't have the bandwidth to do it uh this this uh, strollers is a good example uh I told her look I'm trusting you to pick out a stroller um, I can do the research. I can do all those things. I know how to do it. I know what we're looking for, <laughs> but, uh, I'm giving you, uh, I know you're not going to spend money willy nilly. You might want an expensive one and I'm okay with getting an expensive one. Cause we're going to use it, but I'm going to trust you with this. And so she took that and she did all the research, but she had a little bit of a trouble making a decision. It's not something that she typically has to do. She's not the type to, uh, you know for me i sit around research guns all the time and watches and cigars and and uh knives and all that stuff and then i can make a decision on which one to buy that's something i do all the time that's not really something that she does all the time especially not with something like a you know a thousand fifteen hundred dollar stroller and car seat and all that stuff um so she was struggling very hard uh, to make a decision and she kept coming to me like well, you know, this one has this and this one has this and this one has this. And it was turning into 30 minute conversations every two days. And I had to step back and I was like, look, Dylan, look, I will help you make a decision. I really will help you make a, de- a decision. Uh, but until you have two of them that you're willing to to accept um, and that you genuinely don't know how to go between the two, don't come to me again. Um, don't come to me again because I just don't have the bandwidth to keep doing this. Um, I I don't, if you want my decision to be meaningful and if you want me to, to actually help you, you need to narrow this down more. You need to make a a decision on a group of three or something, and then we will talk through the pros and cons and then we'll, we'll, we'll choose, but I can't keep doing this, you know, day after day, week after week, where you come to me with 30,000 strollers and, and tell me about all the intricacies of, of every, which one I'll ask you questions on them. I'll ask you, you know, pointed questions about the the two or three strollers, high level information that I might need to know, like price or weight or, um, you know, options to expand, um, those kind of things. But um, I I don't need these thirty minute dissertations about all the different strollers that you've got in your Amazon cart. She goes, okay, <laughs> you know, because that means that she's gonna have to narrow it down, and she doesn't want to make that decision. And sometimes you have to do that. I mean, leadership is something where you might, leadership means that you're going to have to um, develop the person that you're leading. You're going to have to develop yourself. And and sometimes that does come in the form of, of getting a little uncomfortable and, and saying, hey, look, you make this decision. But back to the matter at hand, showing buy-in when you've given information. Um, if I wasn't bought into the stroller conversation when she came to me with two or three strollers, if I said, well, which one do you like most? She goes, oh, well, I like the Cybex. And I go, yeah, I agree. Let's get that one. And she goes, you didn't even ask me any questions. Like, what? You're just agreeing with me to agree with. Like, I'm looking to you for guidance to help make this decision. Do you even care about this? Uh, Buy in looks like what I just said. You come to me with three different strollers. I ask you, what is the weight on them? What is the price? Um, you know, can we can they hold two? What does a cup holder look like? Uh, what? How much are the extra bases? These sorts of things to actually help to help make a decision. Um, and she's going to feel like you're bought in and, you know, guys do, I see you guys do this all the time. Um, buy-in goes forever. That means that when you're bought into this decision, you're both making that decision. So for example, um, you buy a stroller and then because, you know, guys will do this. I've seen this. Women will do this too. Um, where they said, oh, I don't care. Just get the one that you want or they'll say well which one do you want? Well I like this one. Okay, yeah. And because they're being lazy and they're not bought in, um they go, okay, we'll just we'll just do that one. And then 3 4 years later when it ends up not working or 5 6 months or uh a month later when it ends up not working, they go, "Well, I, you know, you're the one that picked it. Like, why are you upset that it's not working? You're the one that picked it." No. <laughs> you both picked it because you're supposed to be bought in. Um home decor. Home decor is a, is a, again a good one. If you decide, I really just don't like the way this house looks. Well, you're the one that decorated it. No. Okay. If she really is the one that decorated it, that means that you fail because you didn't buy into the plan and you didn't help her execute the plan. So I hope I've made sense here. I really do hope I've made sense here. And it's 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 all about attitude. You know, there are genuinely things that I don't care about. And sometimes I'll cut those a little bit with humor. Um, I mean, y'all know me, I like to make jokes. And so sometimes D Ellen will come to me and I'm just so scatterbrained and it's something that I've already given her ownership on. We've already discussed it a couple times and she'll come to me with like three options. And I'm like, I'll say something like, I will buy you all three of them just to end this conversation. And <laughs> and it's funny and it sounds harsh, but she knows me and she knows that like, look, I'm tapped out on, on what I can help you with this. Either come back at another time or it genuinely doesn't matter to me uh, which one you get. I haven't been able to make a decision. I haven't been able to look at it or they're all three exactly the same, you know, you bring the same, the same vase to me and you're like, which one should we put flowers in? I I, I don't care. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't care. Um, don't say that to your wife. Try to find buy-in. If you can, you say, oh, let's do the red vase. Oh, well, I actually kind of like the blue. You know what? You're right. Blue looks good. And then buy into that decision. Say, you know what? Wasn't worth the fight. So I'm going to go with her, with her, with her, uh, with her decision, I'm going to gain some leadership capital. She's very happy about the blue vase that we have sitting on the, on the table. And, uh, if she turns out that she wanted the, uh, the green vase later, well then, um, I'm not going to blame it on her. I'm going to say, yeah, we, we chose the blue vase, but maybe the green vase is good. I ho- again, I hope this is making sense. Um, this is something I'm bad at, especially at stores, man. I get, you want to talk about wearing me out. Um, something that I've given ownership on. Uh, something that I don't necessarily care about uh, or that I'm at the very least not excited about uh, and then make me go walk around a store and look at all the 1,000 different options, um, all the 1,000 different options that we could buy for decorating. I, I really do not like that, um, and D. Ellen knows that, and it's okay to not like those things. It's okay to tell your wife, look, I, when you want to redecorate the house literally every three months, I don't enjoy that and it's okay because you don't want to end up resenting each other but if she says I really want your input on Christmas stuff uh oh well and here's the thing if if your one requirement is that you don't have much to do with it then you need to leave the floor pretty open for her to make decisions and that's especially price you know like a lot of times I'll set I'll I'll do something like this I'll find one or two hardcore limits that I've got and then I'll set it so for example Christmas stuff I'm not huge on penguins which isn't really Christmas but you see some of the stuff um, I have some sort of you know I have some intricacies of what I like to see in Christmas and she'll ask me like a theme and it's like oh you know woodland Christmas with pine cones and stuff uh, I like Santa's um but I'll give a, a price limit um you can spend $300 at Hobby Lobby okay um and then I'm trying I'm you know struggling to think of of what else uh you know what I might not enjoy it. There's really not much like the angels. I mean, the depictions of angels is not really my thing. It looks kind of old grandma-ish. Um I'll set one or two like hard rules of like, yeah, I don't really like that. But aside from that, um let her have free reign And if she spends every dollar of 300, then fine. Um if you're going to be a huge stickler on one thing, like no, you can't have this color, well then your price range better be pretty damn open. Um your price range better be pretty open and it better be, you know, don't break yourself but say, look, I can afford this. You've got a $200 budget to go get house decor. I really just don't like that color of blue. It's not my favorite color of blue. Um, if we can get around that, I would I would really appreciate that. You can do anything else. Um, don't really like that color of blue. It makes me sick. Um, can we do something else? And she goes, yeah, that's fine. Um, you've set two limits. You've given her a price limit and you've given her a color limit. So don't be bitching when she comes in here with a live, laugh, love sign. And you're like, oh, I hate those signs. Shut up. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Okay. um, Buy into her plan. If she wants a live, laugh, love sign, as long as it's not that god awful color of blue, deal with it. Embrace it, actually. um, Embrace it. She's going to love the house that you live in. And honestly, there's a good chance that she keeps it cleaner. um, Which is kind of funny thinking about that. But I mean if she lives in a house that is decorated perfectly, she's not going to want to see it in a in a total disaster. I wouldn't think. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm sure some women have, but the more ownership and investment that she has in her house, the more she's able to personalize it, the more buy-in you're going to get from her in keeping up high standards in that house. It's just like a company. You know, if you if you develop processes and the process is given from the top down and no none of the employees are given a say in that process, um then they're not going to stick to it. They're just not. Um, they're, not they're definitely not going to be enthusiastic about it. But if the, if the, the supervisor gives um, ownership to the employees it says, hey, y'all write this process, and then when they ask the supervisor questions or the supervisor wants to have weekly meetings to see how it's going and give input uh, because he really cares about the way that, this, that this, uh, this new process is going, I promise you the employees are going to do a whole lot better. And your wife is too, when it comes to things like that so again, this has been some I'm going to wrap it up now because I, I don't want to talk in circles too much, but this is something that I've been very bad at i've been it has been very very much my uh my mo and my habit to say uh, I don't really care you you deal with it, you take care of it, whatever you want to do, honey, here's the price limit um, don't buy yellow and I'll talk to you later uh Not always the best way to go not always the best way to go. As a matter of fact, it's, it's mostly not the best way to go. Uh, say I'm giving you ownership of this, whatever you need from me, I'll help you make it happen. If you need help making decisions, that's fine. Um, let's spend it, you know, somewhere around 300 bucks. Um, we can go to the store. We can look at those things. I'll give you my opinion. Um, I want you to be happy with this. Uh, and that's a good way to phrase it. I really want you to be happy with this. So I'm going to let you decide. Um, and then give her help when she needs help and buy in, buy in guys. That's all I've got for you today. Um, thank you for listening to the one flesh podcast Tune in on Sundays to, uh, the purpose podcast where we help men find and fulfill their purpose. Thanks.